could leave. It's an amazing thing to see. So we were created to take care of God's creation. And the Lord commanded the man, you are free to eat any tree in the garden. Remember that story. You can have anything. My opinion is, is that they were peach trees or raspberry trees. One of the two. Okay. And, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. When you do, you will certainly die. The Lord said, it is not good for man to be alone. I will make a suitable helper for him. Got that? So God recognized the fact that he created humanity for relationships and recognized that Adam was all alone. I'm going to make him a, a, a suitable helper. So what did he do? He says, now the Lord said, had formed from the ground all the wild animals and all the birds of the sky, and he brought them to the man to, to see what he would call them, name them, and whatever the man named each of the living creatures, that was his name. So if I was Adam, I'd go, ugh, and we call it a cricket, but ugh, and that, that's the name that it would be, right? Okay, so, but here's the problem. They still were not relational. There still was not, it could have been a dog, could have been a cat, still was not what Adam needed. So, the man gave names to all the livestock and the birds of the sky and all the wild animals. So the Lord God then caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. And while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and closed up the place with flesh. So here you have Adam. He's put in a deep sleep. How long he was asleep, we don't know. Okay? There's a lot of things. We don't know some things. But put him asleep. This is actually the first surgery found in the scriptures. You notice that? First surgery. Take a rib out. There you go. And close up the place. Then the Lord made woman. Now, the Hebrew word for woman is ishaw. Ishaw. Okay? Not Isa. <laughs> ishaw. From the rib that he had taken out of the man, and he brought her to the man. The word ishaw means soft. So God made soft for Adam. This is normally when normal preachers stop and they say, All right, women, we want to make sure that you're strong. We want you to know that it's okay. This is just the name that was given. And please don't kill me. Don't slay me because I'm not. This is normally, this is where our society is. But let's be honest. Women are softer than men. Right? In many areas. My kids don't come to me when they were littler and say, Dad, I got blood on my finger. They went to soft mom. Because then mom cuddles and mom embraces and mom tenderly cares for them. Right? They only came to me when they said, Dad, beat up that kid because they're bullying me. She's softer. Okay? Like, to me, it's like a rose. Are roses soft? And yet they're beautiful. Wouldn't you rather call your wife a rose? 
or prickly pear? No, a rose. You want a soft rose. Got that? I think so many times our society is at this point where we don't want to offend. Oh, but you're so much more. Really? No, you're different. I love the statement that was pink and blue, not wrong, just different. And, and I believe that. Interesting. You know these mass shootings that happen? Usually they're men that are doing the mass shooting. There is, there's one, one situation where it was a woman, uh, and that was at the YouTube headquarters, but mostly it's men that's doing it. But they're finding out something very fascinating. The women, when there's a, when there's a mass shooting, what do they do? What do women do? Besides scream, what, what do they do? They gather their children like a mother hen and protect them, right? That's what women do. What do men do? If their children are there, they gather them around and they put their bodies on top of them to protect them. If it's their wife, what do they do? They, put, they literally lay on top of their wives and they will sacrifice themselves for their wife. Because that's how valuable they are. They're fine... The feminists don't know what to do about this because they're finding it over and over and over again happening. In the movie theater when that happened, in, in uh, Las Vegas when that happened, it was the men. And there's actually a recording of a man, an audio recording of the man saying, it's okay, it's okay. Well, the gun, you can hear the gunshot and he's on top of the women and, and he, he actually died because the guy shot him but he protected the woman. See the difference? I don't know of too many men that say, honey, there's a shooter, you go out and cover me. It's usually the other way around. About two years ago, there was a church shooting. If you see that on YouTube, watch it. It's fascinating. This guy comes in and, and, and takes a gun, and there was armed guards in the, in the church, and they took him out. But what did the men do? Well, first of all, the pastor... The, the, the pastor, he, he fell, he started crawling like a snake, but the men grabbed their wives, shoved them to the ground, and they did what every man does. What's going on? That's exactly what they did. It's just like when the tornado went over this church during vacation Bible school. All the women were in here, but all the men were going, yep, that's a funnel cloud. Uh-huh. Eh, is it coming down yet? I don't know, Dave. What do you think? I don't know if it's going to come down or not, but if it does, you're going to see how far you can go. Okay, no problem. I mean, that's, that's the difference. So she's soft. He's shocked. And we're different. And I make no apology for it because I'm glad my wife is not a man. I, I, I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad that she's different. We complement each other. All right. Verse 23. And the man said, this is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. She will be called woman. No, woman. Soft. For she was taken out of the man. Now, interesting about this. This is the first song found in scripture or first poem. So you have the first surgery and now the first poem. And all has to do with women. And she was taken out of the man. This is why a man leaves his father and mother and united with his wife, and they became one flesh. The relationship, the differences come together as one. 
And so when you get married, you're one. Right? And Adam and his wife were both naked and they felt no shame. I believe this is more than just a physical nakedness. I believe that this is an emotional, a spiritual, a... They were bare before each other and they didn't care. Like a, like a child. You know, when, when they get to... You know, when they're one, two, three, they'll run through the house naked. They don't care. Hey, here I am. And they'll say the things that you will never say. They'll go up to grandma and say, Grandma, why are your teeth so yellow? <clears throat> they look at me and say, Grandpa, why are you so handsome? And I go, yeah, I know, kid. <laughs> You're my favorite grandkid right there. I mean. No, but seriously, they do that. They will ask you, and they have no filter. And that's innocence. That's innocence. Now, when God created humanity, he, he created him to take care of his creation. And he created him to have relationships with other people. He created him to have relationships with himself and with others. Statistics have come right out and said that when people isolate themselves from everyone else, it does not, it does not do good. It does not do good. In fact, they're finding this out with the COVID-19 when we had the lockdown. They're finding out that uh, homicide rates spike, overdose and the overdose, drug overdoses in this country spiked. Suicide actually went down, but other issues actually spiked during the, during the lockdown. Why? Because we are social beings. They found out that when kids went back to school, uh, they had missed their peer relationship so much that they started beating each other up. They said bullying and fights escalated when they came back. Now, I got other theories behind it, but they're saying it's because of the isolation. I think there's some other, I mean, they had to establish their territory, in my opinion. But anyway, so they're seeing that happen. They've also said that those who commit the, uh, these mass shootings usually are loners, usually do not have very many relationships. Uh, what about a Hitler? Hitler was not married until the very end, even though during the war he had Eva Braun, but most people say, well, he was never married until that time. We were created to be relational. So God first created man. He created woman. The Hebrew man is ish, or human, and the woman is isha, which means she is soft. And God instituted marriage, and this is the first marriage, to be the deepest human relationship and it is to be between a man and a woman, period. Got that? Got that, YouTube? Facebook? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get tagged, I can guarantee it. Marriage is to be between a male and a female, period. Now, hear me on this because you're going to get confused. You can love anyone that you want. They say, <clears throat> they'll say love is love. You can love whoever you want. There is no problem. Scriptures come right out and say it. So if I want to love another man, I can love another man. 
if I, if, you know, if I want to love a woman, I can love a woman. If a woman wants to love a woman, she can. If a woman wants to love a man, she can. But, but what the scriptures condemn is the sexual act. That's the problem. Love is love, but not the way our society takes it. Unconditional positive regard for the well-being of another. I got good, close male friends. Now, I don't have too many female friends, and, and matter of fact, I don't know if I have really any. I do. But Polly is primary, and I will protect this relationship with her. You got that? So to develop a close relationship with a, with a female is only asking for trouble. So the issue is not love. The issue is the sexual act that comes with it. That's what God condemns. Also, if, you're, if my male-male relationship takes the place of my, of my wife, that's a problem too. She, me, and her are one. Got that? And when you say, I do, that is it. She is primary, the only, or he is primary. The only thing that should ever take her or his place is God Almighty. Because the Bible comes right out and says it, and says that whatever you do to, your, do to her, you're doing to your own body. I mean, you become one. All right. Now, I, I, I hope you understood that homosexual camp comment because I don't want you to misunderstand that. Is it a sin? Yes. The Bible is very specific about that. Okay. Now, you male chauvinist pigs. Really? I'd rather marry a bishop, a rose, than a prickly pear. Unfortunately, our kids are in the middle of this war. Our girls can't even go to a bathroom anymore without wondering if there's a guy in there. Even if she decides she, he wants to be a girl, she has no business being in there. So how do we, how do we work this? How do we attack this? <clears throat> well, I've got my opinions, but how it's going to end up. I'm not going to share that with you right now. I'll tell you privately if you want to hear it. But <clears throat> the thing that you can do is bring God back into your garden. Regardless of your history, please understand that. Re regardless of your history, bring God back into your garden. And establish that relationship with him all over again. With you personally and you as a family. The devil's going to do all he can to get you out of God's garden. But get God back in your garden. Turn your society ears off and turn your ears on towards God. Let women be women and men be men again. Understand that we are different and that is okay. Stop this, we're exactly the same thing. Really? 
tell that to that poor gal who lost to a guy in the swimming of the NCAA championships and she lost to a guy. And the crowd let them know they were not happy with that, by the way. Men have unique qualities that we bring into marriage relationships that a woman cannot bring in, and women bring uh, have excellent qualities that they bring into a marriage relationship that a man can't bring in. Or maybe I shouldn't say can't, but it's more difficult. Humble yourselves and follow the biblical instructions for manhood and womanhood. That's where you go back and you turn your society ears off.
you see my victory? When all I see is the mountain, you see a mountain move. And as I walk through the shadows, your love surrounds me. There's nothing to fear now, for I am safe with you. So when I fight, I'll fight on my knees, with my hands lifted high. Oh God, the battle belongs to you. Every fear I lay at your feet. I sing through the night, oh God, that all belongs to you. And if you are for me, who can be against me? For Jesus, there's nothing impossible for you. When all I see are the ashes, you see the beauty. When all I see is a cross, God, you see it so when I fight, I'll fight on my knees with my hands lifted high. Oh God, the battle belongs to you. And every fear I lay at your feet, I sing through the night. Oh God, the battle belongs to you. Almighty fortress, you go before us. Nothing can stand against the power of our God. You shine in the shadows, you win every battle. Nothing can stand against the power of our God. Almighty fortress, you go before us. Stand against the power of our God. You shine in the shadows, you win every battle. Nothing can stand against the power of our God. Almighty fortress. 